Welcome to the Neoborn and Ania Human Show. Both sides of the Atlantic. Atlantic City? No. Atlantic. With an S? I mean it. Atlantis. Actually, Boston. And London. I 90 Radio. Trans Radio UK. And Mystery Box Radio. It's season five. Dear listeners, today we do have a special guest, actually a guest host. His name is Josh. Yes, the very same lad from the Leader Girls, you remember? He's a good one. Actually, he does have some other bands to perform. And actually, he does have a perfect business. Which is that? Well, something what is related to Fahrenheit 451. You figured out, America, that is the temperature where the paper starts to burn. Why is it important? Why is it important? You will get to know. Because we have a good conversation. Actually, well, you will just hear it soon. Today we will have some musical guests as well, Steve Laflame, Javier Project, Eric Tarino, and the Big Boss Dream, not to mention one hatch there. While all are different styles, so be with them, we will have a few words about them and also some good tunes. Well, what are you waiting for? Brace yourself because some interesting radio quality is coming and also some good thoughts. So give a big thumbs up, not into the buttock of the who knows what Prime Minister, but for Josh. What did the DNA say to the other DNA? I, I don't know. Do these jeans make me look fat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other one says, yeah, you look a bit bloated, I've got to say. Are you human DNA or do you have some alien DNA there too? Oi, ay, ay. You know, it's hard to explain puns to kleptomaniacs. They always take things literally. <laughs> why did the son go to college yeah I had no idea, no idea. Uh, or why didn't the son actually go to college because it already had a million degrees <laughs> <laughs> why did the astronaut the female astronaut break up with her boyfriend because she needed some space I love walking the nature but when I see 
you know, lovers' names carved in a tree, I never think it is sweet. Because I just think it's surprising how many people bring a knife on a date. What do you call a tick on the moon? A lunatic. (sighs) (laughs) When your dentist tells you that, hey, you need a crown, you finally can feel, oh, someone who understands me. (laughs) All right, okay. Welcome, Josh. How is life in the lost island, the almost lost (laughs) Atlantis, the sinking democracy, the sinking capital of nonsense land, the place where the prime minister is only numbers because they are rotating like a revolving door. (laughs) So how is life? Who is the prime minister right now? I can't even. I don't even know. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. Unfortunately, I do know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. Oh, I, I prime minister name. What is that? Uh, who cares, <laughs> Mister Who cares? Yeah, Mister Who cares. Let's, <laughs> let's go with that because it will be the same answer in a few weeks when it changes again. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'm very well. How are you doing? Well, uh, I am being absolutely not unaffected of the changes in this recent world. And if you follow up some of the documentaries, if you do your own research, not even too deep, you see that, oh my God, the shiny guns are really creating the dirt, the crap, and all the shite just as a flood and the tidal waves are coming. Unfortunately, it seems to all of us, the commons, and not for the few hundred really inhumane. I don't know how to finish this sentence because then it would might imply an action. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one to finish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know the question, why why the why the Brits are so unwilling? This was the topic of the last show what uh, we yeah, had yeah. here. So, so why do you think, I mean, why is this happening? Because my conclusion is that they are, on one hand, groomed into compliance. On the other hand, they feel, or they might feel, the older ones, they might feel um, the vanity of that because they fought against the Satchers uh, and then so on. And then it's still once again the same stupidity or whatever, and uh, they, they might feel pointless. And uh, because the communities have broken up, yeah. there are no smaller social structure uh, than might be their reason. And if you also add to the mix this population replacement agenda, what has been going on, and yes, it's not about immigration, it's population replacement, uh, then it is really difficult to, to find places where you can really feel related to that yeah did you initially sorry i i I did hear all that but did you say um the older the older generation wasn't it that that's the one i did say that. yeah yeah well that's that i think that's that's a big crux of it really isn't it um you've got like a generation who are um who are quite out of touch i think is 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 a big problem so they 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 don't want to you know like like you said they they have their opinions and maybe uh like you said, they kind of don't. Um, they, they they might have kind of pushed that on to people who who aren't as sort of free thinking about these things, uh, and that's kind of uh, created created uh, the situation we're in, you know, at the moment. But it's definitely the older generation pushing these kind of problems. Um, and also, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm I'm thirty, so I'm getting a bit old. Well, not old, but you know, older. <laughs> 
but when I was at you know college and stuff, we we were like really you know fighting a lot for for different things. You know, I don't know if that happens anymore as much. Maybe it's just a generalization, but it just seems like a lot of kids these days are just on their phones um, and not really kind of just they say they're more obsessed with like themselves rather than like doing something on a bigger scale. But when I was at college and you know when I was you know sixteen seventeen. There was a lot of times when there'd be kind of protests or we would, you'd have people, you know, um, hand out leaflets for protests and stuff outside the college, you know, students um, because of like the raising, uh, you, you know, the raising of the um, the uh, university fees was a was a big thing when I was younger. Uh, I mean, it's, it's you know, my my year was the last year before they went up about three times the amount so what i paid for in a year to go to university people have to pay for in one year now which is absolutely disgraceful but it you know we people are fighting for it more then i, I don't see it as much nowadays um and i haven't well, done it in a while maybe the days goes only there where people say hey uh, would you like some tea no i'm drinking uh, some whatever energy drink you know that's yeah. the real fight for the new generation but um here's the thing so when you see uh, footages and when you personally encounter stupid slow walking people who are used as pawns in rich people's uh, schemes yeah um that they claim that this is the right way to do that when when uh, they express themselves maybe okay but at least if there is a pregnant lady going to deliver a baby maybe that just let that person pass you know and i, I keep thinking back that there used to be very violent uh, attacks in the 70s uh, the clashes uh, there were the troubles later on yeah uh, and they, they all i'm not advocating any part of the violence but uh, at least people said okay i am strongly standing for this and because of that and to some extent they were more clear to express or to be able to express that why they felt hurt or abandoned or left out yeah no yeah yeah definitely um which i guess is something that doesn't uh happen as much nowadays does it you, you don't really you don't really see see people kind of um expressing their opinions quite as much do you i guess yes i mean yeah and also uh, you mentioned the phones i'm not against the technology i think the good technology can absolutely benefit our lives just think of like now nah, what we do but i will always question whether and it might uh, be connected to your own profession these days that um you can't replace a book with a screen no. people tried and in the long run, it is not working, not just because you will have short-sightedness and uh, you're willing to wear glasses and your brain will be fried because of the blue rays or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, but because it is just not the... The book is that you walk out of the life for that time when you are reading it, just like a good cinema, not? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like, you know, okay, yeah, so you mentioned... Because I'm... Um, people who don't know or haven't heard me on the show before... Um, I, I sell books. I'm a bookseller in London, um, as well as doing the music with the lyricals. But um, the one, the one thing that's been really kind of reassuring is our trade has not been affected at all by Kindles or like kind of electronic reading. You know, people don't have, they just haven't taken to it. 
and we've had a lot of people commented li- literally just like what you said it's it's they can't get on with the screens not because of the you know yeah like you said not because of the the you know electronic rays or anything like that but it's just they just don't like the screens and i think people like holding um something physical and it's just the experience of reading something in the same way that people you know a lot of people prefer vinyl records because it's the experience of um you know the album you having the album cover and having um you know putting a needle on the turntable and all these kind of things and people prefer the sound as well in a way and being in their kind of setting to to listen to the the radio uh, to listen to the record it's probably the same with a book as well people might have their favorite place to read a book you can you you can pick up the book you can hold the book um people like i mean we've had it before at the uh, the stall as well where where i work that you have people even smelling the books people love the smell of the books as well so it um it is it is interesting and it's um something that i think people definitely prefer um and we've had people as well because like you know obviously my books are second hand to the most extent and uh people love the annotations even that other people have put into the books because it shows character and it shows that they've been read and they've been well loved you know pre-loved is a term that we say rather than secondhand but and it, it's true you know because um people have loved these books and then you're kind of experiencing that uh, as well once you uh once you uh, pick up a book and stuff and i think that you know we really have not been affected too much by uh, the uh, the kindles all that kind of thing i hope i'm not rambling too much about books <laughs> Now, what we are hearing is Amnesia from the upcoming album Sex Symbol by Steezy La Flame. Things have been turning dark in Steezy's world. Aren't we excited to step inside it? I mean, this world. It does happen to each and every one of us, no? And then when we meet somebody and we just realize that that person is not that person we remember anymore. You say you love me, but it's not the same Fully crafted song And most probably A good one to chill out And go down and trip down memory lane Steve's Love Flame Let this girl touch me, just not my chain Lost in memory, can you please explain? You know you're always trying to play the victim Guess I'm out, but no one listens. Trying to reach my goals, they seem so distant. She asked if God sent me to earth, I turn in shame. She calls me baby flame, she knows that's not my name. She calls me sex and blue, I turn her away. She hugs me tight and says, Show ease the quite a few uh, interesting points here uh, which I am absolutely in 
of favor. Or, uh, for example, I just uh, introduced my my youngest kids to the libraries. Yeah. And we have not too many books, like three or four hundred books at home, so it's, it's really not too many. Okay. But, uh, but, you know, you can't keep it up because you don't have the space now. No, of and course. it's great these days. Yeah. And uh, especially if you want to have something what is not that popular or whatever, you know, you want some specifics, what's great. So actually, I just realized it's cheaper if I write a book for my children and I publish them. I have a publishing company, as you may know. And then uh, just, uh, you know, I have the author copy, and that's the whole process of this is cheaper than buying a new book. Oh, exactly. So yeah, that's yeah. great. And I really respect you for doing that, you know, to, to actually get out there and write a book. It's, it's not, you know, obviously the process is enjoyable of writing the book, but then getting it made can be a ball ache sometimes. But I mean, it sounds like you've been doing a, a good job of it. I know several authors who, who have, um, you know, self published, and I know people who have published through um, publishers as well. Um, I don't think the publisher, the, the having a publisher, is a good idea anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's like you mentioned the vinyls, and it's the same thing. I mean, the, you you might have some advances. Yeah, okay. To be honest, I did have advances uh, last year and this year, and it was good to be able to be a little bit more free because of those things. So when I had to take uh, my uh, pets to to a surgery, which were crazy expensive, yeah. then just I could afford it. So, and, and that's it. But I was not able to pay my own, you know, medical bills, for example. But it, it is good. But, you know, I always keep seeing Thomas Sowell, you know, the, the professor. Yeah. And uh, he, he had his 50-plus books by now but for the first 17 years he was always neglected and said hey we don't want your book even if you want to rewrite this way and said no this is my style this is how i see the things and he waited out 17 years and then after the i don't know 30 books he was but he also toured, you know, on TV, he went everywhere. And as an extra, you know, the, the, the books started to be more profitable for him too. And if you just even think of Charles Bukowski, I know, I mean, yeah. if, and he's a good writer. And then at the very end, you know, how many years you have to make it up until you make it? Oh, you know? yeah. And, and I think that is really interesting because sometimes we have these... Uh, I don't think it's bad, but childhood dreams that, okay, we will be writers, we will be musicians, we will be actors, you know. And basically, only those people who, who are extremely lucky or they sell their soul, they are the ones who can really be bigger cogwheels in the very same machine. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, um, oh, you're saying, but yeah, it really is a waiting game, isn't it, for some people to, to get there um it's interesting with writers as well though because like a lot of writers you don't really think of like right like writing and, and writers it's not really like a, a young person's game anyway it's not like you have to be young to write a book you know it's like with the music industry you know it's obviously like they they want to they want like the next or labels anyway i'm not, I'm not talking about self-publishing but like you know record labels want like young new stars that can be marketable and be really popular it's never been a thing with books as much has it it's like you know with books you, you know you have a lot of writers who are who are older and um there's a friend of mine who, who wrote a book recently i'm not going to say her name I'm, i'll tell you off the air but like um she she's she's written and had a book, book published over here in the uk uh, by uh, a publisher 
And all of the press she's done, all the interviews she's done for, like, well, not all of them. There was one I read in particular for a, for a newspaper over here. It focused so much on her age. She's in her 50s. And it focused so much on her age. It kind of peed me off a little bit. Um, you know, we're not wanting to swear on your show, but, you know, it kind of annoyed me a bit. I was thinking, why are they focusing so much on her age? It shouldn't be about that. It should be about the, the quality of the book. It's a very good book. But I don't understand why the the age had to be such a you know a factor that they focused on because i've never thought of books or authors as being you know you have to be younger um it's not marketed in the same way as is you know the like the record uh, labels maybe maybe there is a reason to that i mean think of the the, the music is very similar yeah why you are replaceable there is a formula uh, just like in the Marvel movies, you are not watching somebody's acting, you are watching a character played by somebody, and you're going for the character, for uh, not for the actor. This is all changed now. Oh, yeah. So right. we had now the late Tony Bennett. You didn't go uh, to listen to, to something, you went to listen to Tony Bennett, for example. Or, or, or if you go to Ross Stewart, you don't care that Ross Stewart might not sing the songs uh, that well that others. But maybe you go there because hey, that's what you are. So, but it's the same with, uh, same with, uh, for example, writers. You you buy a Stephen King book because of it's a Stephen King book. But if somebody's a no name, uh, then it is easier to well scam uh, by the publisher houses. And the same with the music. Uh, why? Because okay, this is let's say young adult. You know, this is it's very popular still today. And, uh, and and then just okay, let's replace this idea, and and the people can be replaced, and everything is it's it's for me it is pretty much uh, the same spin as the Huxley's Brave New World as uh, and, and, and anything. So just replace the people, replace the things. You feed the picture, we can sculpture you into that one, and then we will throw you away. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree, I agree. I think, uh, like you said, it's easier to get, um, to, like you say, to scam um, older people these things. As I had a, oh, I've, I've told you this story before, actually, and I, I'm not going to, you know, it doesn't matter so much now. Uh, but, like, there was a friend of ours who was a homeless man um, that he... Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We wrote a song about him, actually, uh, called Barren Days. Um, so, I'll, I'll, you know, because he, he passed away, um, like, a couple of years ago or a year or two ago, um, but he had written poetry. He was like a poet. He'd written a lot of poetry. Um, really good stuff, you know, about his experience. It's actually just not about his experience, just just a lot of things. Some of it's to do with his homeless experiences, and some of it was just to do with his opinions or life, or just, just a lot of things. Um, and it was really, really good. But he was on the old side, and, and because he wasn't really like... He was a little bit naive to kind of these kind of scams and stuff. And he had got contacted by, because I think he had published, self-published online or someone had helped him do that. And he got picked up by some kind of scam website who told him that he was going to be in like, they, they wanted to feature him in a new book that was going to be published and kind of uh, distributed everywhere. And then, of course, it never got published. And I think they kind of just, you know, he paid his money for the book and never saw anything of it again. It was it was a real shame. I think he they did send him a very badly made book in the end. I think just to you know to kind of make it look like he was in a book, but it was never sent to anyone else. And uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't break it to him at the time that you know it was obviously a scam. He was very proud of the fact that he was in a book that was in shops. Obviously, it wasn't in shops, but uh, it, yeah, that that was that was a real shame. Um, 
and I think again it's, it's the same with music I mean the amount of times you see it all the time um like because with, with 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 music it's like I'm in a I'm in a, a band the lyricals and um you know well, there is like a circuit of musicians that you see all the time you see the same names pop up on different stations you know there's a lot of independent stations and you see the same names pop up and you sort of get to know the different bands who, who are playing but then you'll end up getting contacted by these stations or you know playlists or that's the main one the playlists on spotify who have this many you know they have like a million followers or blah blah and it means jack it doesn't mean anything um and they they want you to pay for to to get played basically pay uh, pay to pay for plays and it's kind of like no don't don't do that you know it's got to happen naturally um and i think you know like a sense of community is, is better than being kind of ripped yeah, off yeah, yeah you know? true 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 but it's also i mean it's it's very interesting because um it's you you are absolutely as an artist you and i think not just for the artist but for everybody uh there are times when uh, it's not only that okay the sun shines you better like the old times but it is like okay you are picked up and you are in the rotation you you are favorite of everybody uh, you, you have so many friends you didn't know that you existed and then um after half year you are gone because you're not interesting anymore you are throwable i witnessed it firsthand yeah I bet. and uh, um, and uh, it was like, what is going on? And I thought I would make it, uh, you know, and uh, and uh, it was good, not bad. I'm not complaining at all. But I, I uh, at the same time as it was uh, really spinning and so on, I, I felt that, oh, my God, so many jealousy was reflected to me, too, because of the of the people who are not so self-assuring themselves or whatsoever. And then... Uh, you know, time passed, and I I realized that hey, I am just playing a part in a machine, and I said okay, I don't. And then you realize that people did. If if you are not uh, sufficing uh, the 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 expectations of the people, then you are you are just losing them, and that's not the real audience. And I don't need that audience who who wants. Who wants me to 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 be to use uh, to be used as a as their own masturbation? You know, so I don't want to be you know a device or whatever for their own thing. Uh, yeah. If I create art, I I want people to appreciate the things that I do, and I think this is what we all should do. What uh, what uh, and in the same way as I I appreciate others. Uh, when I, for example, so if you go and uh, just even have a lunch, you know, and, and then then you appreciate the food, you think of how it is made, you you express your gratitude to the person who made it, and uh, and that's it. Unless you go to the McDonald's, of course. <laughs> but uh, the, the the thing is that uh, if it is not happening, it is not reciprocal, and that's the problem. And I think maybe that's the problem. There is no reciprocity anymore. Uh, maybe I am just having an illusion but i do feel that in 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 a thicker smaller social structure tribal level even in cities we used to have more give and takes we used to have more that hey okay that was billy okay so billy's a nice guy so let's give billy something back yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I know, like, uh, yeah, yeah what, what you were saying earlier about being like a cog in the machine, it's, it's something, 
I've definitely heard of like a lot from from different bands who like like you said you're the, you're the most popular person in the world until you, you, they don't need you and they find someone else you know like I've heard it from several bands who I've sort of um sort of met in passing you know through through doing the lyricals and stuff or just or just as a fan uh, there was a band that I really liked when I was growing up really loved uh, that's, that's very very good I, I don't know if they were sort of you know had a lot of acclaim but there was a band called late of the pier who i don't know if you would have heard of but they were very very big and kind of um they released only released one album it was so damn good it really was one of the best albums i'd heard so i definitely recommend if anyone's listening to, you know who hasn't heard them to check out late of the pier and their album that came out in 2009 i believe and it was so good and they didn't record off they didn't record another album their drummer passed away but um they before that you know that was in 2015 i think that was years later they didn't release any more music and it was when we were lucky enough to um to kind of exchange um some messages with the bassist from the band andrew andrew failey a couple of years ago uh over lockdown actually and we were talking to him and he and he was saying that like they were young they were like 18 19 i think when they recorded that album they had spent all of their teens writing that album writing about their experiences and then the record label after that did pretty well they were like okay what's what's next when's it where's the next one when's the next one coming out and they were kind of like well we've taken us like the best part of 18 years to write that one you know from our experiences we don't really know what to write next and it wasn't too long after that that they were dropped and he even said in an interview once that like you know you uh you turn around and you realize you haven't got any friends afterwards because everything you knew was has been done for you from the record labels and then it's gone and I, even from the other members in the band I'd, I'd seen interviews with them saying similar things that they were looking forward to a time when they didn't have to kind of be a clog in the machine and everything had to be done through the record labels and stuff um but yeah later the pier definitely check them out if you haven't heard of them and, and their lead singer um, sam is, is still making music under the name la priest and he's very very good and i was lucky enough to meet him as well recently at, um at his at his uh, album launch um in shoreditch and great guy a great great album that he's just released so um yeah jump on that train if you can and this was the segment <laughs> when we didn't get any profit from <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely not no this is, this is all from the heart um <laughs> not getting paid to yeah. these things but it's but. <laughs> okay i mean we, we, i like supporting people of course oh, yeah, and so much recognition he's a good it's guy it's also about the energy what you mentioned so and i don't think it is only about musicians or, no, or writers it's all about that maybe you have uh, a big faith in something okay it can be your own house building it can be your own government it can be your even your family or whatever you know you believe in that and then you do it and then it something breaks you because let us be honest there are things that can break us then you put yourself back together and then you still have some energy but not to that extent and then you still and then you are broken again and then you question should you or should you not put yourself out that much and then you have lesser and lesser energy and lesser and lesser desire to invest your energy to things because it seems uh, the only real thing what matters is uh, what all what remains is the brokenness that you are always losing and you can't win the fight uh, maybe it is um, very sad as it sounds it is not sad but you think of that do we have friends 
for a lifetime or do we have friends for a couple of years or do we have mates for a lifetime or do we have mates for a couple of years same goes with children same goes with pets same goes with workplaces same goes with fans now this is javier project yes the point from france and the song is Coincidences from his concept EP. Wow, the riffs are heavy, it's a quick play, and everything for the woofer. Most probably, a few people would say, No, I don't want this, too much noise. Come on, what a good noise. Listen to the harmonics. Yeah, that's that's really, uh, yeah, I agree with everything you just said there. It's um, yeah, yeah, it, it extends to all, all elements of life. And what you say about getting broken and putting yourself back together again—it's that's that's you know a very important thing to do. We've all been brand rebuild and not that those moments define you um, or re, you know they, um, they can redefine you, but they don't have to be the be all and end all. You got to move on from it. I was a friend of mine. I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was telling me about how he recently. Well, not recently, but a couple of years ago, like uh, a car, I think a car had driven into his car or something while he was going to the gym and the guy was really abusive to him and shouting at him and it kind of scared the crap out of him. Um, and he said the first thing he did after all this, uh, after all this had happened, was he went and drove, like the next day he drove to exactly the same spot because he knew if he didn't and there would be this kind of stigma and this fear over where he was that day, he might never go back there again. I think that's something that people get worried about a lot. They get too focused on things that have happened in the past and then it's best to just push on and um, and rebuild, I think, is a very good idea. Uh, it's a good thing to do. Um, yes, yeah, you are right. Although it's true that sometimes we are real time benders, yeah. time and space benders, that for us, the past, the trauma is now. Despite we have all the senses and all the mindset and uh, we educate ourselves, maybe we have some friends who are telling us that, hey, uh, look, just the world is different than you perceive now. We still have this kind of uh, anchor, which kind of have a multi-dimensional uh, existence on us and say, okay, but this is real. Despite that it is not real anymore and you pass that point, you are hooked to that past and you can't move out from there. And if 
for a few months you can't leave that state and it reoccurs, then physically you have an alteration in your brain and that's a true thing. So, and then there is no way to come back from that. And, and that's the real uh, issue here. And if I look around the people, and I don't want to talk about only about the uh, government overreach or whether it was only an overreach or a planned thing to really reshape the earth to the form uh, or the idea of the Malthusianists. But um, if we just look at each other these days, we can't really say that we are able even to pretend that we are happy in our lives or we can really be joyous if you look at our future which might seem uncertain or for many too dire even to let ourselves go and enjoy a popcorn and the cinema or even more yeah definitely um yeah, I hope it didn't sound too insensitive by uh, <laughs> by saying you just need to get over these things but yeah no absolutely it, that, that, that's that's um I do definitely, uh, definitely agree agree with, with with what you said there for sure. Cool, that was awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I want to talk to you about something what you are personally affected, um, and this is um, uh, this is about this ULAS. Okay. Okay. So I, I think it is uh, personal. This is my opinion. So Americans, you have no idea what ULAS is. Okay, forget it. Okay, listen to somebody. So and uh, the thing is that uh, uh, so basically the thing is that you have to pay an extra taxation. Yeah, it's kind of penalty taxation if you drive. Uh, an older enough car, not an old car, an older enough car which is not chipped into a system what can, uh, from somewhere in the space, can override whatever you do or track you. So if you don't have a tracker device in your car, basically, then, uh, because that's an older one, like 8, 10 years old, then you have to, in the name of, uh, I don't know, we will defend Earth from the aliens, so let's eat bugs the style, then you have to pay extra taxation just to drive on the same road, which is being made from your own taxation. Is it right? Yeah, pretty much. It's 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 insane. Um, but it's it's what what is going on at the moment? Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of. of I'm see. I mean, so I guess the, this news has reached you then, where you are. Is is it is it is there not a lot of information about it where you are at the moment or? Is it something that's been reported on the news as well? Well, uh, because I part of my life is still connected to the UK, therefore I am pretty much fresh in these things. And because I really would like myself to be on the trench line yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to defend Earth uh, against uh, the invasion of this stupid idea called uh, you know post society post scarcity and one world government whatever you know i don't want that i don't think that is the way how humans should live but this i, I see this is also a point which will lead uh, directly or indirectly to the manifestation of a state uh, of being where we were where we will not be able to move as freely as we got used to yeah yeah pretty much i mean it's it's a scary thing um there is you know opposition to it obviously there's been like a lot of protests and stuff but uh not i not can't enough. see the opposition <laughs> even on social media yeah well really okay so that's interesting yeah i mean there is um in the areas where it's you know 
where it's it's being implemented the most because there's some places where you wouldn't be able to drive out your house there's there's a lot of people that can't afford to get a new car so they can't do anything they they're having to just get rid of their cars because they can't pay the the you know however much it is that you need to pay to to drive around in an old car now it's it's insane so there there is protest and there are people um fighting back but there's not not enough you know that that's the problem not enough and there's not enough going on to 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 fight yeah, that, that's, that's, that that points back to the thing what I, I we started talking in the beginning about so because that's what my problem is it is not about you i personally do not like cars i can't name i can say maybe it's gray but maybe it's pink i don't know i i can't recognize this i am i have car blindness okay yeah. <laughs> i my, um, if I sit in a car, my only problem is that I don't fit because of my height or my legs or whatever, you yeah. know, so <laughs> I need a bus. And and the, the thing is that uh, I fight for the possibility for a free option for everybody to understand to opt out from the car, not to be mandated to opt out from cars. And that's the the, 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 the problem for me, that if you push an agenda on people because you claim that you know it better because you feel that oh yeah i will save the world you like it or not we will protect you you like it or not. that's the mafia that's the mob that's evil <laughs> so it's it's nothing good it's like the government will protect your interest like it or not i mean that's not right that's not right it's not representative at all and what i can't understand so simply it is to uh, to stand up against these shiny guns just for one day don't go shopping just for one day or uh, one other day just use public transport the other day use telecars or and not saying anything illegal here and then the economy immediately will feel it the people in decision maker positions will immediately feel hey okay there's a backlash so because we can see the numbers immediately yeah yeah that's that, that's right um I mean, it's it's coming up to the date when it's going to be properly implemented, but it's um yeah, it's it's something that I'm hoping we we will see where there will be a change where they can't implement those that those uh you know their their wishes you know what they what they're trying to do. Um, it's it's like I don't it's know about that. If you check the the the, the not the, this bank is NetWest. Um, uh, just now, Prohai bites you to take out of your very own money. From the uh, just deal like five hundred pounds, or that's it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we've we've had situations as well where, like, um, y you know, like certain banks. But that's Turkey. That's Turkey. That's uh, that's Libya. <laughs> that's you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy, man. It's it's crazy. I, I I don't know what's going on really. Like why why it's it's got to this point. But they are. Um, Grooming people into this one, yeah. Grooming people into compliance, and if newer generations you mentioned under you are coming up, and they say, "Okay, this is reality," and they are not educated enough, they are they don't have the social circles to inform them, "Hey, that's wrong," or have them decide, "Hey, we had this one, you have that one, you decide yourself," and and then it's and you said that they are always in their phones or whatever, then it's what, what to expect. Yeah, the thing is, you know, you got your phone with you, you probably got the most information you can find right there at your fingertips and they're not using it as far as i know i might be completely wrong with this but it's not what i've seen anyway um i haven't seen there being as much of an interest at least in this country i know some people who live in um like uh new york and they were saying that 
a lot of kids are more interested in politics over there. So it's not something I've seen over here as much. But I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I can't speak for all the kids, but I just, I just, I haven't seen it personally. Not on the same level that I used to, anyway. So I don't. I, you know what is the I best? That's fair to say. You know what is the best government form? Go ahead. Self-governance. Okay. <laughs> There we go. That's it. We don't. We don't. We don't need rulers. No, no, exactly. We don't need kings. We don't need uh, whatever things. What we are facing as Western societies is the dark Middle Ages once again. Yeah, it's it's scary, man. It's it's scary. And like you said, with the the COVID stuff as well. I mean, there was a whole thing when the last time we had a lockdown here, which was uh, I think like around Christmas 2020. I think it was. I might be wrong with that, but it was it was the last one we had. They, I, I remember stuff came out afterwards of the private conversation or private emails uh, with the Conservatives saying that they, they had to, you know, put, put fear into the people again to make them comply when there wasn't any need to, you know. Um, yeah, yes. Not good. And how anyone and is now, now have, after that, I have no idea. But by now they are saying, and it's open in the air, you can see it because they also record, even the CNN says, okay, the fear propaganda will be applied now for the global warming. And that's it. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. That, that's it. It's, it's not reality. And, and so many Nobel Prize winner scientists already pointed out, hey, uh, you are falsifying data, you are not applying science right. And so but the same thing is going on. And uh, government, of course, they will overreach because they are just puppeteering some other agenda. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. So, exactly. They're, 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 it's, it's, it's another yeah, another agenda. That's precisely it. You're making some very good points now. <laughs> I can only but agree. <laughs> Yeah, but, but my question is here, that, uh, and this is what I would like to, to, to highlight, point and ask our listeners, your friends, yourself, myself, I don't know the answer. Where is the point where we meet in the middle? Where is the point when we say as commons that, okay, we are not a part of the 300s, and uh, we are not a part of the Club of Rome or whatever I want to say. We are not working at BlackRock or whatever, you know. So then uh, where is the point where we say no more and i'm not talking about the revolt when we burn down cities i'm not talking about that although there is an understanding what might uh, underline the french oppositions which have been there for decades that uh, okay burning cars tires streets taking down that is a way to express social anger uh, but i can't find that part when we see each other as different but we feel that we are united for the same cause to be free and free doesn't mean that we do whatever we want to do free means we take responsibility for our freedom and we can't i can't find the point where uh, generations and cultures and the different people are meeting do you think it exists will exist or where could it be i think you it's, it's hard to say isn't it i mean the last time i can remember a, you know like you're saying about the french riots and stuff the last time we had a riot here was caused by it was it was in like uh, i want to say 2011 we had the london riots do you remember the london riots yeah you yeah, see now that was cool I mean, from some sorry, sorry sorry about the french one yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was some dumb reason I, I i can't remember exactly what it was but it was it was triggered by some like criminal from what i understand getting shot or so it was something that you know it was just an excuse for a lot of people just kind of 
loot and riot and stuff and just get what they want. Um, but what what point does it come to when we're going to do that? Who you know for for a bet for a better reason? You know, I don't know, and I fear it will be when it's too late. But you know, you know, I just I hope that's not the case. But uh, it's it's going to be. I, I think it's coming soon. Um, or people will start kind of standing up for themselves more now because if they ever, you know, if there was another lockdown type situation, I, I couldn't see it going the same way. Okay, that's that's hopeful. And uh, maybe I'll just be too uh, optimistic. The reason why I, I am, <laughs> I, yeah, the reason why I'm waiting for this because now people are being arrested in different cities and towns all around the UK because they are silently without having any billboard on them, so silently pray on the street. And silent prayers are sold crimes now. And Americans, George Orwell, 1984, you don't know what we are talking about, sorry, it's on you. So, but, yeah, definitely uh, read so that book. And they, <laughs> yeah, so, and it is enough to scare a couple of people enough and the rest will follow. And and that's my problem that you mentioned in the beginning that police is not coming when there is a, a robbery, for example, at the uh, book market under the Waterloo Bridge. Yeah, and uh, and that's uh, that's the problem. You don't have a trust in the institutions. No. Maybe you are right. I'm not saying the police is bad people. I can't say that, and I won't say that. But the leaders uh, are. And uh, the problem here is that uh, when you have people who have their own thoughts in their mindset, that, then that, that's a problem. Uh, I do remember this uh, in, I was in Las Vegas, I guess, yeah. And um, I had, I didn't even have a bad hair day. I was just angry, okay? Not too angry, but there was a time when I was really disappointed in some people's actions. And, uh, and I went down to one of the reception in the hotel and in like two seconds or less than two seconds, they saw my not too shiny face. Yeah. And immediately I was surrounded <laughs> by uh, enforcers, yeah, you know, yeah. and in different uniforms saying, hey, what's wrong with you? I said, what the heck? I'm just having a bad day. Okay, why are not the, the reason they came because I was not smiling. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, you, you're saying that, like you said, the, the people who are running the things is is the problem, and I think I think that's that's definitely right. It's like, and then that problem filters down. If you've got problems at the top, it's gonna just it's gonna work all the way down eventually. And there's this mistrust and stuff. I mean, th there's a case here. Sorry, just going back to what you were saying just then about being in Vegas, and then you know uh, they're, they're very quick to come down on you. Then there was a case here quite recently, um, like last couple of years, right? And it was this guy. This this made the news years later when the case had probably been explained. But there was um, this guy whose whose house got broken into um, by like a couple of teenagers, I believe, who had weapons and they broke into his house and they were violently robbing the place. He had his wife and kids in the house, um, and these these kids were violently robbing his house. He came down. He chased them out of the house, and they kind of you know there's a violent altercation, and I think he chased them. Um, and assaulted them you know to protect his family and he ended up getting two years in prison while they basically got nothing right and i i just it, it, a lot of people were angry about this you know because it's like obviously you know violence isn't the answer but if you're protecting your family you've got you've got to do something if someone's armed in your house and you're outnumbered you've, you've got to you've got to fight back but the, the message the police were sending was that's not a good thing to do and they wanted to put a harder sentence on him 
to kind of as a deterrent that look you can't take matters into your own hands um um, but it's like if you, if the police aren't going to turn up, then what can you do? Or by the time they get there, it'll be too late, you know. So I, I well, this is this is not America then, because no, it's your own land yeah. unless you are in New York. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> if, if yeah, New York and California are lost. Those are those are all of the communist countries. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I, I there was this research, okay, and uh, Thomas Sowell, who I mentioned earlier, uh, has it in one of his books. And he says that uh, uh, people say that America has the, a lot of gun violence and crime rose. But he compared this to the UK version, where the <clears throat> weapons were banned a couple of decades ago. And then he compared all these knifings and some of the numbers. And it showed that although it might seem that uh, America is a very bloody country, in reality, the violent crimes are higher in numbers in the UK than the US. There's another question how the media portrays it. That's a different question. And uh, you mentioned there's no safety uh, for yourself. But I think uh, even these days when these uh, football players or soccer players, they are uh, extremely rich and even they are robbed in you know, daytime despite all the security that they have, uh, family at home and so on, no follow-ups really. What I feel is that the right vigilantism needs to come. The right social justice needs to arrive. Because if you are constantly being let down by people who took the leadership by force, because basically you are not electing them for the things what they are doing on you or sometimes against you, um, then you are being tricked into this facade, what they are doing. Then after a while, you say, okay, we need to compensate. We need to balance it out. And uh, instead of having a breakdown and completely go crazy and, uh, uh, I don't know, smash all the windows in, in Westminster or whatever, uh, then uh, people should really stand up for themselves and silently um, they do their own thing, just like in the Hot Fuzz movie. But that's, <laughs> ah, that's cool. a different. <laughs> uh, I, I recently, I'm not going to go on a sidetrack about Hot Fuzz. Uh, maybe when we go off the air, but ah. <laughs> uh, but 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 yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think it's um, it's important to judge each of these situations on on on. You know, you, you want to be able to call for the help when you need it, but it's like, and I'm not I'm saying like a mob mentality is obviously not the right idea either. You don't want to have like you know the angry mob you know scenario <laughs> where like you've got like a witch hunt you know like okay let's take matters into our own hands all the time but it there, there needs to be a case of where you can you know defend yourself and and stuff and like you know like i was saying about this guy who got two years in prison for uh, uh, defending his family they covered that on a tv show over here called there's a show that like kind of goes into like the um I can't remember. It's called it's like nine 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 police something or other. But basically, they go into yeah. different crime, uh, different police cases, and they did a whole episode on this thing. And like the, the main thing the police kept saying was like, "We've got two victims here because we got the guy's family, and then we got the kids he attacks." And I was thinking, "No, this is this is messed up. Like you, you can't like if if someone is in your house attacking you, you should be able to defend yourself. And there's no two ways about it, as far as I'm concerned. But it's um 
you know, I feel like they put that on TV to try and deter people from defending themselves. So you have to solely rely on them. And then when they're not doing the job, what can you do? It's, it's you know, you're, you're left in a position yeah, of, of just, this, this lad just came, came, got out of prison after 17 years of completely injustice. Yeah, that's right. He was, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and what was there, that the police was withholding the crucial evidence to show there is no case, there is no case, there was no case, never a case, and yet 70 years of your life is wrapped from you, and not even a person of color, whatever that means, you know, so that means there is not even social uh, or race profiling, nothing no. there, that means just people were just arses, you know, and then how can you have a trust in a juridical no, or terrifying. in... in, in yeah. It, it, it's it's terrifying because you think to yourself like this poor man you know and then oh my goodness I, I i don't know if you heard about this as well but then they they um because obviously he got some money from that but they like subtracted no. some money from they, they they took some money off of what they <laughs> were gonna give him because uh he because he uh you know kind because of, he hadn't had to pay rent or something for 17 years there was some sort of ridiculous reason that they didn't give him a certain amount of money did, did you hear that as well no i, I that was not covered in the news oh, that i'll I find read. out the exact details because i don't want to get it wrong but there was some that they it came up recently and i couldn't believe it i'll, I'll, I'll find out but, uh, yeah but we are talking about a country where people are being held captive in the harshest conditions without even charged with anything think of Julian Assange. Yeah, Julian Assange. Well, yeah, there you go. It's yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's scary as well. Yeah, people are not revolting. And I, if there were like tens of thousands of people, not more, tens of thousands of people, but constantly uh, reappearing around Belmarsh or whatever, then there would be a consequence, and maybe the government would say, okay, the people don't want uh, us to do this. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's but it. people are not doing. Some people uh, on social media, internet, they are really doing the right thing. I'm not going uh, in a negative form here, um, the, but we should positively affirm that Julian Assange is not a person who uh, was uh, depicted uh, by the CIA and uh, leaders and whatever, because uh, without him and his associates, we wouldn't be able to know all the shinigans why we can call, for example, Tony Blair a war criminal. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You can't really walk away from Big Bus Dream and their song, Come on Dream. Well, what can we say about the Big Bus Dream? They are completely against the tides. They say, hey, this is our art, and this is how we like doing it. They say, we don't want to be just one more cogwheel in the machine. This is how it comes out from our soul and heart. We could do better, we could do different, but this is how we do it. Really important these days to be good different. To be the right difference because everybody is pretty much copy-paste plastic especially in the music world come on dream will come out next week on the 17th of august and it is a prequel from the upcoming album in the fall this year and it takes inspiration from actual dreams 
and it will take the listeners through the landscape of dreams with music analytics directly inspired by action nocturnal visions. They do have a rich musical history, especially the songwriter, producer Mike Shannon. All right, come on, dream. And this is when I lost my show. Okay, did you say Tolly Brand is a war criminal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then, okay, next time you don't have to come back. Thank <laughs> you. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that, that's that's the yeah. to a point, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what is interesting? This 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 TB is back. I mean, he is now selling the VEF agenda all around. I have not heard this. I have not heard this. Is he is he back oh, on the scene? Yeah, I, I don't understand. I mean, all these broken and, and fallen ones are they coming back. And so I go, mm, now we are repositioning you as an elder because, yeah, young generation don't even remember and they don't even care. So who you were before. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I can imagine some people would go and be friends with Hillary Clinton, which I would never suggest. No, so, no, definitely not. They, I would not suggest. Or they would go paddleboard with Obama. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was too close, wasn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know these people. You know, but um, after a while, you really need to uh, consider that there might be some truth that uh, it is not natural that people are just disappearing all around. At least the Russians are, are blunt about that. Hey, there was a suicide because he hit himself in the back with, a, with an ox. That was happens <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, so that's... <laughs> I mean, accidentally poisoned him himself in a tea with Paul. Uh, yeah, so. oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> so. that one rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, so, <clears throat> it's it's very interesting. Anyhow, so uh, tell me one thing: uh, why and how uh, people um, can uh, 
can uh, still manage this global boiling, this unbearable heat, which made the Welsh and north of Wales uh, to turn on the heating last weekend because that was too cold. But still, the media pushing it's global boiling. You will die. It's only twenty degrees. <laughs> Well, we have not seen. Uh, I was going to say we've not had much heat here at all. Um, it's been, it's been, it's meant to be coming though. But um, I, I don't know what the weather's like where you are. But it's, yeah, it's been pretty bad here. It's been raining pretty much the whole time. Um, yeah, but it's really true. Now that that you will die, you will be evaporated because the other people are driving cars, or you eat meat, not bugs. Oh my God! Yeah, well, you <laughs> will boil other people. You irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's that's um, yeah. That's that seems to be the way, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. Oh, so it crazy. Is. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, tell me five good things why I should, uh, with many others, jump on, I don't know, my bicycle, because obviously we will protect yours, and we will cycle from India and Bangladesh to the United Kingdom to visit this summer. So why is it good to go there? What 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 is still worse to go there? Don't tell me the London eye. So <laughs> I, I have, you know, I, I got fed up with the eyes, the five yeah, eyes, the London, eyes, London the... eyes. There's lots of more interesting things to do than that. I can give you, do you say five things? I can give you five things. Um, on the, you can give me ten things. Also. I was going to say, I can give you five <laughs> things on the on the South Bank on its own, but um, that you can check out to do if you're coming over here. But um, if you're coming, if you if you're coming to the UK, if you're coming to London, um, there's there there is despite you know the things we have spoken about today, there is still some good stuff that you can see, and it is a good place to visit. Um, if you're on the South Bank, where you can come and visit me, <laughs> which is always a good thing to do. I'm at the South Bank Book Market underneath Waterloo Bridge, um, and with as long as the sun shines, well, as long as it's not raining actually, because the sun's never shining, but as long as it's not raining, I will be there under the bridge. Um, so you can come there. We have all sorts of books. So that's one thing. I would suggest going to um, Leak Street Arches, which is a very, very cool place in um, underneath Waterloo Station. Um, it's a huge graffiti tunnel. It's like it's, it was commissioned by Banksy years ago, and it's literally just like the, the, the best place for graffiti. It's literally like a, a free artistic space. You can go there yourself as well um, if you, if you want to just, you know, do a bit of graffiti you don't have to be an expert by any means and um it's just such a cool place you, you know you can see all this kind of artwork they have lots of cool events there there's um there's a couple of really nice bars around there as well so i definitely check out league street arches it's a hidden treasure not many people know about it um there's a bar that i'd like to recommend called vaulty towers which is very near not Forty towers this one is vaulty towers with a v um and that's a cool little bar it's very eccentric very out there but very cool, very nice to visit. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and I would also suggest checking out the independent sellers because they'll really appreciate it down at um, Gabriel's Wolf, um, which again is on the South Bank. And it's just like a collection of really small, nice little shops, all independently run. They have live music there on Saturdays as well. And, um, you know, it, they've gone through a bit of a stage of not really having a lot going on. And it's, it's only recently they've been able to kind of rejuvenate themselves into like a really cool area so i definitely check that out um and other things in london i'm trying to think there's, there's a lot of cool stuff in london but if you're in london check out a stage show if, if you're an 80s child or if, even if you're not an 80s child if you're a film fan i would check out the back to the future stage show because that is a really good one um 
There's the Punch and Judy pub in Covent Garden, and Covent Garden in itself is a nice place to go to. But the Punch and Judy is a very nice pub with a with an upstairs and a downstairs, no middle. It uh, only has a base. It has a basement and then a balcony bar, and it's a very nice old pub, um, which I've spent many a night in, um, and I will probably spend many more nights in. Um, so I highly recommend there. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's there's just so many cool areas in London you can check out, but those are some that I recommend. I, I, I am very curious about one thing. Go ahead. Okay. You mentioned pop. Yes. I know that, for example, the K-pop, which I can't stand, <laughs> um, is famous for its, its dance moves or whatever. Yeah. We all know the choreography of the uh, music videos. Young lads don't even know what music video was. Anyway, <laughs> and... Uh, but uh, how come that the world's most uh, um, accurate, uh, impossible to copy, genuine, and uh, basically mindless, uh, but firmly recognizable dance moves are coming from the British pubs? Dance moves from the pubs? I have not heard this. <laughs> I mean, I've seen the videos. I mean, any time, any place, in the week, any kind of genre, uh, any kind of uh, uh, gender, anything, they are just moving their buttocks left, right, and face to the ground. Oh, <laughs> oh! I see where we're going here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, these are um, this is something you can expect in in some pubs, but um, the ones I have recommended, you wouldn't get that too much. If you go to the right places in London, you won't get too much of people going too crazy and doing those kind of dance moves that you've uh, that you've mentioned. Um, but um, yeah, like yeah, you can you can find some pretty crappy pubs that would have. A lot of loud people in but uh if you look around to the right places and ask local people they'll tell you where the good ones are and if you avoid avoid most chains you know like chain restaurants you know um then uh, sorry chain pubs then you're usually okay because there's loads of nice really nice little independent ones uh, even though some of the chains are good i'm not i'm not you know putting them all down but uh you can you can do well at um small smaller bars I, uh, I'm trying to think. I went, I've been to a couple of cool ones lately. I can't remember the names of, but I went to a bar recently, which was like... Yeah, so they, they might be good bars if you don't even remember where you've been. Yeah, no, yeah, it's so. just the names. It's just the names. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's, there's, yeah. There's, plenty of, there's plenty of cool spaces and you don't have to worry about doing your best K-pop mm -hmm. dance moves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. The other thing what I don't understand is that... Uh, the, the dress code, okay? And I think it is it is almost as bad as in Manhattan. Okay? Yeah, so ahead. fur coats, fur coats or, f or faux fur coats, uh, whatever you put on the top of your head, and uh, sweaters and so on, but barefoot and flip-flops. <laughs> you get it, okay? Oh, man, where I am, though, you see a lot of sights. It's, um, I, I mean, what you just described would not even, I wouldn't probably wouldn't even batter an eyelid at it. We see some crazy outfits, man, <laughs> all along the South Bank. You see a little bit of everything. Um, I see this crazy. every day on the on the tube. You know, yeah. it's like what? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, are you being crazy? <laughs> yeah. I try and avoid the tube as much as possible. I'm not gonna lie, but um, yeah, yeah, you you will see things on the tube that you do not see every day. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, you yeah. know what? I, I don't know if you saw a video because it sounds like you're pretty up to date these kind of things. Did you see a video and? I'm sure the listeners would have seen this, but there was a video um, of this guy in London singing in the park. 
He's singing really, really loud. I'll send it to you, if you or you can link it after this. He's singing very, very loud in like this park in London. And he's singing uh, Living yeah. on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Have Have you seen this video? Yeah. He's singing to himself. He's no. he's singing very loud, but he's got his headphones in. He's just singing to himself. And he's on a summer, summer day. He's like, it's absolutely packed in this park. There's loads of people. But he's a summer day. He's on his own. He's sitting there and he's just singing out loud. And when he gets to the chorus of Living on a Prayer, everyone in the park starts singing with him. It's one of the best videos. It's so uplifting because everyone... That's great. So that's good. great. I mean, that's amazing. It, it, that's... it went viral as well. But this particular guy, I've seen him. I know him. I see him all the time at work. I haven't seen him in a while, but like he used to come past the stores all the time. And he was always like it. It's not a character. It's not a fake video. He is like that all the time. And he's always singing different songs. Um, and he's always giving it his all. He doesn't always get people joining in with him, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will send that to you, and you can link it yeah, on on your stuff. Cool. It's well, a yeah, great basically. video, and I know the park is. Yeah, very but this close is what makes a community. This yeah. is this is what, uh, what 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 makes you feel good. I mean, that that's what that means. That is hope. So that means the Brits have only hope if they are praying together with Bon Jovi. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's the way to unite everyone, eh? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get John Bon Jovi to come help us out. That might be the way. Yeah, I mean, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not a Billy Graham. Not the returning <laughs> messiah. Nobody asked. No. <laughs> bon Jovi. Well, it's, it's his life and it's my life and uh, we will live it our way. So <laughs> let's hope that we can take yeah, those lessons I mean, to heart. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so Tony, the story of Tony and Gina is the yeah. new is the is the new Old Testament. <laughs> Whatever. I really hope people get these references, <laughs> and it's not just me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, I don't know. We lost the whole East Coast by now, so <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're we're dwindling dwindling the audience down. But yes, please. Yeah, we we didn't even d dwell into some. Uh, other interesting phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, you just, uh, let's, just yeah. let's just make this a Bon Jovi special next time that we do one of these. Yeah, no, I, I do. Well, I do like Bon Jovi. I do appreciate his later songs. To be honest, oh, definitely. Uh, yes, everybody loves Bon Jovi in the eighties and the nineties, but. <clears throat> But uh, I, I still he's big and really is sounding crowd. But he had to change because his vocal cords uh, had uh, sicknesses. You know, he had to change yeah. uh, the style of his singing. And the same with Axelrod and so on. And they do amazing things. Still, what I can't do by the people are saying, oh, yeah, it's not like that. Come on, try it. And then you say something. Yeah, exactly. Give and it a then, he, Yeah, so... I like his latest so, stuff and then as well. They are not, his, his, latest, his latest songs are very good. It, it, there's a song yeah more, more more honest more more relatable more like the soul is there there was a song i i'm pretty sure it's called say it isn't so do you know that one by bon jovi it was it was on the yeah Crush I know, album I know that. oh i love that yeah. song that's that's such a it's so underrated it's one you don't ever hear but i love that song it's, it's so good lion is one of his late yeah. ones as well he, he's, he's a great musician and he's his name I, I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this but i'm a huge beach boys fan no i'm not saying people should talk about me being a beach boys fan. i, I, I think everybody <laughs> knows that you are a huge beach boys yeah, fan. <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm sure someone does but I, I'm, what doesn't get talked about is on their la the very last album they did all their songs about summertime and well not all of them but they're well-known ones but um their last album they did they reunited in 2012 and their last album the very last track on it was called summer's gone 
um, which was quite fitting considering like you know they've been singing so much about the summertime and all this kind of stuff and surfing and then the last track on their last album is called Summer Gone Summer's Gone and co-written by Bon Jovi and I've never heard really anyone mention how that came to be was it a demo he recorded that they worked on or did he work on the with it I, I'm interested to know but his name is on the credits of that song um, so yeah if anyone knows please, please hit me up and let me know why <laughs> how he was involved yeah it's interesting that uh, a lot of people are writing songs for other people and uh, I personally love writing my own songs you know but uh, I also have sometimes you know producers others to help but oh, yeah. uh, when somebody yeah. is like a solo artist and they claim this is my song and you check it and it's like 23 other people have uh, already uh, co uh, written something into that one how can you claim that you are a songwriter well there you go you know so you did a song oh what was that one you did is it keep changing me i remember that song you wrote that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, I, yeah. That, that's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. I like Actually, that. I wrote it. Uh, technically, I wrote it. I, I was uh, talking to Mike, Mike Tyler from Grace Can Sing. Yeah. And, um, and he has a lot of other band now. And uh, the time he was living uh, around Brighton, I guess. And we were just talking. And then that night after the talk, uh, I just wrote the song in three days. It was finished. Two, in two days, uh, two weeks, it was recorded, mastered, whatever, you know. And then it went out. And uh, uh, one of the best songs, I, I think, what I wrote. But interestingly, you know, uh, enough, it w did not become a hit. Uh, it had a good, decent music video. Yeah, I like the video. Uh, directed by Mike Tyler himself. It has, I think, and, and uh, I think the reason is because you have to have a life experience for that song. Yes, definitely. Definitely. I, I think so. And I, I thought it was a good song. I liked the video. Um, and I think he did a good job on it. I, I know he performed it live, didn't he, at some point as well. I remember hearing that um, yeah. somewhere along the... Yeah, actually, there are two versions of the song, and, and the second version hasn't been released yet. Oh, okay. And uh, I just read it. But um, it's like, yeah, you want it. Not, it's against the same thing. I don't want to insult anybody here, but Pearls for the Pigs. So, sorry, sir. You yeah. know, so... Pearls for the pigs. Why would you throw pearls for the pigs? <laughs> exactly. There you go. You've got to save. Got to save those. I mean, because you know the reciprocity. So it, it just you have to engage. You know, and uh, yeah, you have to also reach out of your own bubble. But um, that's that's my artistic approach here. And yes, you have to raise demand, but you can't raise demand anymore when AI is fighting for your attention. We and the AI is sending your product to another AI. So it's algorithms, 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 and your only input is your own money yeah there you go have you seen all these you know the ai like i've seen so many videos pop up online of like oh if this person sang this song and it's like the ai voices singing the songs you know have you no no luckily i like luckily i am i i made myself free and excuse from these kind of okay, songs okay good stuff man because this, this is like oh yeah no it doesn't you don't need to be messed up. i mean okay it's a big, maybe it's impressive but the ones i've heard not for me i like Leave things like as they are, you know. You don't need to hear what this yes. Beatles song would sound like by Oasis or, or vice versa, or if John sang that song and Paul sang that one, you know. Let's just leave things alone. Come on. It's this is it's just it's weird. I find it weird, I find it creepy. Yeah. There was this scandal about the latest uh, Beatles song coming out right now that okay, yeah, AI did the song. No, it was they just uh, with that algorithm they they purified uh, John's uh, vocals. 
um, and as Paul McCarthy said. But uh, I don't know. Do we need that? I like the raw tracks. You know, I yeah. like the mistakes. I like I like the noises. I because that's an atmosphere that I can myself. Um, I can imagine myself to be there. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I'm I'm completely with you on that. Let's let's you know let's let's just have it as it was. Like you say, mistakes, faults, and all. You know, let's take take the take the songs, faults, um, flaws, and all. You know, what's the phrase? You know the one. I think it's flaws and all, faults and all. You you know what I mean, but. Yeah, like yeah, it's I'm, like it's like with it's like with cooking. I mean, you've uh, you you imagine that you would make a good food. You might make good food. Would it look, ever look like like in the pictures? No, because you don't use glue and plastic because that's how they made. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, on the photos, um, but but it's still there and it's more enjoyable. And there is your effort and there is this metaphysical connection there. And I, I, I do I do love that one. So yeah. Um, but, by the way, sorry, go on, go on. Uh, uh, why do you think there is a still a bad reputation uh, of the of the Brit food, the Brit cuisine? Why is there still a bad reputation? Um, yes, I I don't know. I think that because um, a lot of people over here don't eat British food. Like most, like you know, like you struggle to find proper like British food nowadays. I don't think there's a lot of there's not a lot to it really. <laughs> British food, I love British food, but there's not a lot of variation, and there's not really a lot. Yeah, to it. baked bean on a toast bread. Yeah, and I, 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 I love that. You know, <laughs> I love that. And sometimes you're happy just to have like the the the, the home comfort. It's like comfort food, you know, for British people. But <laughs> I think a lot of it is quite. I, I like it, but I can understand why when you've got the options of like, and there's so many great. You know, I mean, like Korean restaurants have become very popular over here and like sushi's become very popular over here and um, stuff like that. But all like Korean barbecues and things, and obviously Italian. There's so much variation, whereas with British food, it's kind of like, you know, it, it all revolves around the same staple foods and there's not really a lot that can be done with it. <laughs> you know, um, you still get your fish and chip shots, but you have things like pie and mash. That's kind of not in favour as much. Um, it's just, I, I think... I. I I don't know. I think there's just more interesting things you could have. Um, I don't dislike British food. What about at home? I mean, when you cook at home, uh, then which do you opt for? I mean, just I, I doubt that you would always. Oh, I'm at home, so I make Korean sushi now. <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. But it's it's um, you know we might have something that's more like you know Greek maybe or like pasta, you know that kind of thing, rather than like corned beef hash or like you know. You know, maybe. or or is it is it at the end? Okay, so what did we make? I don't know. So let's say okay, this is this is Bulgarian food. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah. Okay. So do you use uh, ready to fry or ready to serve, or you do everything? Uh, uh, you make everything from scratch. Well, you go to the farmer's market, you go uh, to your local vendors, <laughs> and you put together the things from there. Which one? Oh, uh, well, I'd love to do that, but I mean, we just, it's its finding the time. Because obviously, like with our work hours as well, we get in very late. So I work with my partner. So when we get in late, it's kind of like we're both so tired to cook anything. It is easier just to like have something like a salad with some like pre made. Or like, you know, salad and jacket potato, maybe, or something like that. Something that's kind of easy to make. Or, you know, we would pre-make. Well, no, there are actually, no, having said that, we would sometimes pre-make food. So we'd have like lasagna, you know, um, like homemade lasagna. Oh, yeah. Like homemade lasagna, you know, with salad or something like that. 
Um, but no, to sit down and actually like do all the ingredients yourself is something we wouldn't be doing on a regular basis at the moment. Um, but you know, maybe that we, we'd like to change that at some point. Um, but just it's just the time. But maybe it also depends on the size of the place you live in. If you have a whole house, it's easier to store a bag of potatoes and uh, whatever, and it's easier to, as you said, uh, pre. Uh, make food and then you just boil it up the rest of the week or whatever. But if you are in a small apartment flat, then it is almost impossible to create anything. Yeah, and at, that's our situation at the moment. We we are living at the moment because of this. We've moved house recently, but we're living uh, with my partner's parents. So it's a case of the kitchen is quite small and there's four people in there, and we all eat at similar times. So we haven't really got the space to put everything we want in the kitchen, but we will be once we we move out. So that will change. Um, but I also let's, let, let's hope the future food won't contain soil and green. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but I think <laughs> I think another thing as well with British food is like when we were younger, you you grew up more with there wasn't as much variety. You know, like you had McDonald's and KFC, okay, but you didn't really have like a lot of other stuff as you do now, as far as I can tell, anyway. Um, so you had a lot of British food when when we were younger, you know, and I think we're just so sick of having it. Um, and just there's so many more exciting things you can have. Like I said, I love British food. I'm not I'm not knocking it. And I do think the one thing that does hold up that is very popular over here is British breakfast, uh, full English breakfast. Uh, I love a good full English breakfast. And I don't know if that's something that uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's looked down upon in other places. But uh, like, if I'm going to recommend one British thing, get breakfast because it's it's good and it's you know, sets you up for the day and it's not as sort of sickly as say an American breakfast where you'd be having like pancakes and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um and like tons of bacon yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I find well, it I don't, sickly. Know. I, I don't I personally don't have breakfast because oh, okay. I, I intermittent fasting, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. And, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. And uh even my first food is just a, a, a tomato, you know, I slice it, I salt it and uh, like I eat that one because my my daily schedule is because of the time zone differences uh, is really really different from many, and uh, and that's it. So and, and try to learn about things, but I only I only uh, have breakfast uh, seriously like when I on a retreat or I teach somewhere or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and that's it. So. I don't I don't necessarily feel the need of that and I like staying hungry. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I like the feeling of that. It's good to make it a good and, feeling. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I, do I do I love uh, f uh, five guys and their <laughs> crazy burgers? Oh yes. Oh. But uh, that, yeah, I can't remember last time I had a five guys. We have a local five guys, but we um I make it a treat that I have only once in a while. I and again, when, after I've had it I'm so full, so um but you yeah, know, I I my my partner she she's not a huge one for breakfast either um but i do love a breakfast but it's not something we make a, a huge habit of having you know it. you know you know up until you don't have children the best breakfast is the morning sex <laughs> oh well there you go maybe that's why we haven't had kids yet maybe that's the, that's the thing i've been missing from my breakfast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean do you want to eat or do you want to reproduce yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's ever a case when I, I am hungry and she doesn't want to cook the breakfast, maybe that'd be a good, uh, a big alternative if any of us can be bothered to cook the breakfast. <laughs> I'll take that breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll suggest that. Yeah, of course. <laughs>
I'll yeah, say Neo, I don't know. It's, it's the best. best yeah. I'll just blame it on you. I'll say Neo's recommended like a very um, nutritious breakfast <laughs> that I think could work. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good. Absolutely, it's good for the abs. It's good for the abs. And the love handles will be in shape too. There you go. So <laughs> that's a diet I need to be on. And, and, uh, yeah, so you can be my ex- so I can be your excuse for saying that, hey, honey. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will, so I will use you. In case it doesn't go well, I'll be like, wasn't me. Listen to this radio show, yeah. <laughs> and you will find all your answers. Yeah, so dear listeners, uh, <laughs> Josh and I, we are just encouraging you to have more sex. The, the life is so forked up that we are being forked day by day by politicians, by corporates, by everyday life, even by ourselves or each other. But it's much better when we have real love and we make love with the person who was also willing to do it at the same yeah. time with the same us, um, then it's much better experiment. I mean, it's not a two minutes, okay, I was shucking something out. That's not the thing what we are talking about, but real, invest yourself and your life will be better. There you go. Or not, but we did everything what you could. If you have a problem with uh, Dick Tracy, then there are <laughs> a lot of ways how you can be creative. <laughs> I like that Dick Tracy reference. Um, I think, yeah, it, you know what, yeah, that's a diet. It's good for the mind, it's good for the body, and if, you know, if you're a loved one, man or woman, you know, if it doesn't go too well, blame it on the Neoborn show. You know, <laughs> it's just, we're giving you guys... Absolutely. We're giving you guys this is the only show which encourages you to reproduce. So. <laughs> exactly, there you go. Practice. The best time in reproduction is the practice. <laughs> exactly. So. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> yeah. That's what you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Careful, careful execution. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is I mean, do that apparently you can because all these phthalates will murder your testosterone and estrogen so and then so do that while you can and if you can't you're too tired you are already in the wrong place so work it out work it out work it out never give up exactly never okay, give up don't listen to the naysayers hey it's too morning come on dick come on dick <laughs> wake up wake up dick tracy um, come on it's too morning. no 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 come on it's your almost okay <laughs> but it's not 11 o'clock yes it's 11 o'clock but it's five o'clock in the morning no it's 11 o'clock every time i say to you anyway so um all right. So, uh, as uh, as uh, as a book place, visit Josh all the time. Yep, that's it. And uh, if you don't know what a book is, <laughs> we feel even more sorry reason to come. Even more reason. <laughs> I'll educate you. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you can also clash with the bike gangs who want to rob the place. So it's very exciting. It to is. Be yeah, there. you might get a free show as well. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only place where the police don't go when there is action is there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I am the police down there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Josh, wishing you good health. Thank you very much, Neo, my friend. And, uh, Great talking good to you. in the morning, of course. Yeah, and some good books. Thank you very much. Yes, come come see the books. Come come see us down at the market. Um, also, if you want to listen to some good music, the Lyricals have a new new single coming out very soon called Rejuvenate. It recently premiered on Mystery Box Radio, which you should also listen to. Um, you can check it out on YouTube, along with this show as well, which is uh, which is on Mystery Box Radio. But uh, yeah, listen to Rejuvenate by the Lyricals, which is coming out soon. Read some good books at the book market and come and say hello. I'm very friendly. I'm always up for a chat. And now we are having Eric Torino, and he's once again a completely different player in the musical field in the most you can hear these days. Why is it a good thing? Because it's more like poetry, more like an impressionist painting put in the musical field. 
and uh, it's good. It's good. It takes time to turn down in ourselves the volume of nonsensity and uh, the trying to fit in because it's good not to fit in isn't it Eric Terrell is famous from Innovations of Great Perversity that was a good LP a long player yeah this song I didn't live there is a long one and it's a great one Full with magical dreams in it and uh, essential sensitivity. Anyone who is into something beyond the everyday treadmill, Eric Tarino, and I didn't live there, is for you. Bear with it. It might give you better and different vibes today. Never been as bold. 
As I was with him under that line of river lights, I slipped my hand under his sweater. Inside a slow and sad goodnight, I could never feel so sad again. And it could never feel so right. I could never feel like that again. Youth twists fear into delight. I was only passing through. Could have landed anywhere. Yes, I stayed a day or two, but I didn't live there. I'm only sorting through these shards of memory to share. I really must be going soon. You know I. has been the Nia Born and Andia Human Show, presented by two purple rabbits from behind Jupiter in a hidden moon at a secret base in an undisclosed location. You were never good for me. In fact, you're no good at all. But you're so damn gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm a slave to your looks. Yeah, To myself, it was all a lie When you took too long to say goodbye I knew that you were leaving, I just didn't know why I said, give me the baseline I'm dancing, dancing, gorgeous dancing Give me the baseline I'm dancing, dancing, gorgeous dancing
Where do we get virgin wool from? Where do you get virgin wool from? From the ugly sheep. Dance. <laughs> what kind of money is used for trade in outer space? No idea. Starbucks. That was good. <laughs> what do you get when you crossbreed a dog and a white shark? Africa. Trouble with the postman. <laughs> okay. How many Marxists does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Three? <laughs> None. None. The light bulb contains the seed of its own revolution. Wow, that was smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, uh, just check my bank account. Anybody in Ooh. need of a kidney? <laughs> Finally, the spring is here. I'm so thrilled I wet my plants. 